Imagine you're walking down the street, minding your own business when out of nowhere, a brick wall appears and you run into it. Ow. So you rub your nose, get a little angry, and go around it. And as you start back on your path, an open manhole cover appears and you drop in. It's a small one, so you climb out, dust yourself off, and continue walking. Things start going well when suddenly... Yep, and there you are, without so much as an umbrella. Sounds like a cartoon or a bad movie plot? Nope, it's called life. And those obstacles? They're adversity. Hi, I'm Jen Banks. On the groundbreaking podcast AS4 Adversity, you join a community of resilient individuals and learn that the way we respond to adversity shapes our character. Every season deals with a new theme. So visit Facebook and search AS4 Adversity or download the podcast from the Apple Store or other podcast provider. A is for adversity. Parenting has its highs and lows, but if you're wishing for more highs, and less lows, my next guest believes mindfulness is a must. Studio 5 parenting contributor Heather Johnson says mindful parenting will lead to a happier you. You'll feel it, and so will your kids. Heather joins me to share how we can be more mindful moms. Mindfulness is a word. It's a it word is. we've been using a lot it the is. last couple of years. Apply that word, define that word as it relates to our conversation in parenting today. Yeah, and let's touch on that really quick. It really does have that kind of catchphrase word to it where we hear it a lot. I kind of roll my eyes. I know, we do. And there's a couple words like that, right? We roll our eyes to a little bit. So hopefully we can break that down. Mindfulness is just being in the moment without judging it. That's what mindfulness is. Without judging it. Without judging it. Not judging them, but judging it, the moment. Right? What anyone's feeling, what's going Hmm. on, without any judgment. It's just actually existing here for a second without putting any judgment on it. Right? It gives you then the ability to recognize emotions in each other. It allows you to recognize a situation. And it allows you to slow down so you can actually decide how you want to handle something or what you want to do moving forward. There's a relishing in, in mindfulness. We've also heard and learned over the years that it, it, it uh, reduces anxiety because mm-hmm. I'm not thinking about what was or what's going to be. I'm now. Mm-hmm. How does this specifically benefit our parenting? Well, when it comes to parenting, we actually find more joy in parenting when we're more mindful. There's more, a, more, more joy. joy. There's a direct correlation. So we experience things and enjoy more of those experiences when we're mindful. We also see the benefits when it comes to kids. They're less aggressive. They're better behaved. All of that comes from kids when mindful parenting is going on. We have to recognize that most of the things that are hard in our lives and then in turn in parenting are happening in our minds. Most of the things that are hard in life are happening in our minds. So when we're mindful, when we recognize that they're just thoughts, life becomes easier. Mm. Parenting becomes easier. So when we're wondering how in the world, parenting is hard. There is so much going on. We're dealing with everything that's going on with us, everything that's going on in family and individual personalities and Mm -hmm. perspectives, Mm -hmm. it can be challenging. We want joy in what we're doing. We've signed up for it. We'd like to enjoy what we're doing and experiencing. So mindfulness helps us do that. I want to jump into these solutions because they sound and read just beautifully, but really quickly, 10 seconds, mindfulness is not. Oh, it is not meditating all day. Thank you. (laughs) If it was, I'm out. Okay, me too. I'm out really quick if that's what it is. Please, it is, and that's where kind of that catchphrase comes. It is not meditating Not this constant, peaceful, equilibrium state. It is definitely not that. It is not a constant state of, you know, zen or peace. We're not turning into Mother Teresa. It is not those things. So it's recognizing that. It is also not figuring out how to clear your mind of all thoughts. Anyone who says, well, just just erase everything, just sit still with no thinking, I 
I'm not actually sure that's possible for anyone. Maybe, <laughs> maybe with especially not a mother. <laughs> maybe with more meditating, maybe yeah. we get there, which isn't necessarily our gig. Yeah. It's not trying to eradicate thoughts. It's actually just sitting with them for a minute and then deciding what you want to do with them, mm -hmm. deciding how much control they're going to have over things. So don't think that mindful parenting means that we have to get rid of all of our thinking or that we're going to spend, you know, an hour a day meditating. No, that's not what we're talking about. I here. like Heather Johnson more and more every that. week. All right, first, how, we, how do we do this? How do we become a more mindful parent and in turn a more joyful parent? You say it starts by like withholding the self-criticism. Don't beat yourself up. Yeah, we can't. We can't beat ourselves up. When we beat ourselves up, it hinders our ability to actually see what a situation might need. It hinders our ability to be mindful, to sit still and not judge. If we're beating ourselves up, we've already judged the situation and we've judged our kids and we've judged ourselves. So there's got to be grace in parenting. It really needs to lead everything we do. And not because for any other reason, except it gives us space to think. Mm -hmm. When we're not beating ourselves up and we give ourselves grace, we can think. So this is me sitting maybe at the soccer game thinking, oh my gosh, my house is a mess. Oh my gosh, I should have packed dinner. Oh my gosh, my kid's wearing two different shoes. We're not going to let that internal dialogue take over. Right, and we can replace that inter internal dialogue with something as simple as, I'm doing the best I know how today. Mm. Or we can fill it with gratitude where it's, I'm grateful that we made it to the game. Yeah. <laughs> there might not be a, you know, a picnic dinner packed, but we got here. Do you like how those examples just yes. rolled off? <laughs> a hypothetical, completely we hypothetical. Never, never, ever thought this. Uh, you want us to mind the gap. What does that mean? Yeah, and that happens in that exact space. So there's actually a space between when information comes to us and when we decide what the information means. And if we don't learn to pause and mind that space, we can't be mindful. Mm -hmm. We have to mind that gap. I think of it and like to describe it like if you're getting on a metro or if you're riding a train, there's a platform and then there's the train you're going to step on. And if you've ever ridden something like that, there is this space in between that platform and the train you're about to step on. And all the signs tell us to be careful of that space, to mind the gap. If you don't respect that space between the train and where you're standing, you get hurt. And it's the same thing in parenting and in our relationships. If we're not working hard and don't have the courage to learn to pause, to mind that gap, we get hurt, our relationships get hurt. So we have to learn to mind that gap. I, I was a little surprised to see the word needs pop into this conversation mm -hmm. of mindfulness, thinking yep. again of that headspace, but you want us to assess the needs. How does that help? So sometimes when we're trying to be a mindful parent or to be present without that judgment, we don't have the tools to do it. And it's worth stepping back and assessing, are there resources, are there tools, are there abilities or understandings, even just information that I might not have oh, okay. that would help me be more mindful? Okay. Sometimes we genuinely don't know how to do it. We don't know how to create the pause. We don't know how to take those thoughts at the soccer game where we're beating ourselves up and do something different with them. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just don't have all the information. So it is worth us assessing, do I have the things I need to be successful at being a more mindful parent? Mm -hmm. And if you don't, let's go get them. Let's read about them, figure them out, get help with them, even just spend time with ourselves to recognize what the needs are does so much as a first step for us to then have the courage to try mm -hmm. those new things. Next step involves expectations. And if I read this verbatim, expect of only you, Yes. it feels like a really poetic way of saying have zero expectations. You can go that route. Of other people. Yes, of other people. So in this situation, when we're parenting in our relationships, we tend to expect of other people which means we're judging the situation. Remember, mindfulness is an ability to be present without that judgment in place. So instead of expecting our kids to bring home an A or asking ourselves or, and expecting our kids to not throw a fit in the store, we want to instead only expect of us. So it sounds like this. What do I expect of me if our daughter brings home an F in English? Hmm. What do I expect of me, right? 
what do I expect of me if we're in the middle of super target and something is not going well, <laughs> right? Or someone is asking for every single clothing item before school that they see and they want to take it all home. What do I expect of me? Mm. We are so quick to find ourselves in those situations expecting of everyone else around us. We can't control that. We can be very mindful though as a parent when we step back and ask, what do I expect of myself when they show up with an A? What do I expect of me when they don't win the soccer game? What do I expect of me? I love this so much. Now we are in control and now we are actually pausing long enough, yes. reminding that gap to yes. say, regardless of what's happening around me, I'm gonna do the thing that I know helps me to be the parent that I wanna be. That's so helpful. Just such a very simple question. No, it doesn't mean we still don't have lots and lots of hopes for our kids. Sure. I, I hope they don't come home with an A. I hope that, that <laughs> F, right? You mean F. Or an F, yeah. excuse me. Yeah. I hope that it's an A. But I can't expect of anyone but me because I can control me. That's huge. That's huge. It's a big deal. One minute left. Respond, don't react. Yes, which we've talked about in the past. When we respond, we are intentional. When we react, we're emotional. So we want to take that, again, mind that gap and take that pause. To be mindful means we're actually being intentional in what we offer in response instead of reacting by emotion. That would mean that if our kids' emotions go up, if we're reacting, our emotions are going up with them. Mm -hmm. We don't want to do that. Right? We want to stay put. And finally, keep the end goal in mind. This sounds lovely. It does. It's hard to do in the throes of daily mothering. It is. It's hard to do. And again, that's why that pause means everything. It sets us on this really beautiful trajectory if we can mind that gap and pause. We have to keep in mind we can't give something to our kids that we don't have. So if we want our kids to be mindful, if we want them to be present without that judgment, we can't help them do that if we're not also working, not perfect in it, mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. working to execute that same thing. If we want them to be able to better understand what this looks like as they become adults, we need to be able to keep that in mind and put them in positions where we're contributing mm. to what it is they can learn. If we can, again, ask those questions, even if we pause long enough to ask, what is it I hope for them? Well, even just that question in a pause sits me still long enough to go, well, I don't hope that they grow up yelling and screaming at each other. Mm -hmm. I do hope that they grow up taking a pause and minding the gap mm -hmm. and then a different execute. I can ask those questions. Mm. Heather, what a worthy practice. This Just is the pause, right? To then ask, what do I want yeah. for them moving forward? And keeping that in mind, it will help us work harder at it in order to help them so that they can have those same skills and abilities as they get older. I am gonna be noodling on this until we meet again. Thank you so much. Heather has a private practice. She coaches families and individuals. You can find her contact information on the Studio 5 website.